You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This is Stuck. Our second season. Yay! It's lunchtime, and you've come out of a morning full of meetings, and you're stuck with a plate full of problems that you don't know how to solve. No worries. We got you. I'm Damian Bazadana from Situation. And I'm Rochelle Pereira from Equilibrium. And when it comes to workplace problems, I'm usually by the book. And I'm typically from the gut. I've been a leadership consultant and an executive coach for more than 15 years. And I spent the last 18 years building a marketing company. And together, we want to help you get unstuck. Our producers, Katie, Peter, and Stephanie, get all kinds of weird and wonderful questions from listeners ranging from college students with internships to seasoned professionals looking to take their companies to the next level. They get the lowdown in advance and then present the questions to us, giving us only five minutes to think about it before we weigh in. Now, these are not edited or research responses. They're instinctual and based on our experiences. So let's get started. Ugh, did I have a call this week with Joanne? She was like even teary on the call, so I felt really bad for her. She's losing her confidence. She moved to a new job about three months ago, works in finance. It's a new product for her. And she feels like everyone on her team hates her. So she is kind of in this position where she's like, should I just quit? That she has lost her confidence um, to move forward. That's hard. Why do they hate her? She's not specific about it. Like, it's a feeling that she gets. She just feels really on the outside. She's gone to her manager about it. The manager, like, appears annoyed and frustrated with her. And I think that she's coming from this place of not having confidence because it's a new product. So her team knows more about the product than she does. She just, like, she's in a bad way. Do we know why the team knows more about the product than she does? So she kind of scaled up in the job. So she reached into this. She's been in finance for a long time, has been a manager before. So she's got the skills, but she wanted to challenge herself, do something different. So, I mean, it could could be where she's coming from. There wasn't, like, her headspace of where she's coming from. And it's new. She's only been there three months. But her real question was, should she get out now before... You know, why she can kind of style it out on her resume, or does she stick it out? Okay. I feel horrible for her. I, it's a horrible I'm, feeling. Yeah. It was It was actually a really sad call. I'm glad you took it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We'll give it a shot. Okay. All right. I think she should quit. <laughs> If the job is really not suited to her and her skill set, taking the relationships out of it. If she's in this job and she's like, this is not a job I know I can do nor I want to do, I think she should quit. Did you struggle with this question at all? Or is it pretty straightforward? Well, I mean, it's, it's like a decision tree with two branches, stay or quit. You know, and if you quit, then there's a whole bunch of things you got to do. And if you stay, there's a whole bunch of things you got to do. But isn't the, I agree, and I think how you feel in a job is probably the single most important factor in your success at a job, undoubtedly. Um, but isn't the big, isn't equally the big question is determining the truth of whether it's you, <clears throat> whether it's you or is it them? You know what I mean, of your, your, your issue? Because, you know, when I think about this, it's like, well, so should she leave this job? So is it... So you look at it two ways. Is it her that's the issue, meaning 
uh, a she's what is it the ladder of inference where she's mm-hmm. making all these assumptions that people are don't like her uh, or like whatever it's imposter syndrome like it's all is, is it a, a thing she's doing or and or all in the line of is this her is she in, is she not competent to do the job like did she totally overshoot and she's just not prepared to do this job that's like is it her and then is it them it's like or is just uh, is this a dreadful culture. <clears throat> horrible leadership that's not like setting her up. She could be walking into an environment in which, no, she has the competence, she can make it there, but the environment itself is not going to allow that to happen. And I don't know how you get, as, uh, I don't know how she gets clarity on making the appropriate judgment of, is it me or is it them? I think that's fundamentally, this is where my head goes, of like, how do you get clarity from a, a, a fair perspective of where's really the issue? Because I wouldn't, I don't know if I would quit. I'm not convinced she should quit without knowing the real answer to that question. Because if this is her, that's the problem, and meaning the problem as like the uh, the ladder of inference, or if I'm, I may be butchering that term. I'm going by the book here. But if, <laughs> she's so ma- if, she's, if she's making a whole bunch of assumptions, this is her, this is going to follow her wherever she goes. And if it's them, then that's a separate issue. What do you think to that? Well, I kind of went on the book. I on don't you. think, I know, I was really impressed by that. I don't think it's black or white. So even if you found the the answer to your question, is it me or is it them? It's going to be gray. It's going to be some of me and some of you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I don't know how that's likely to give her the answer. That's why I would advise her to just step away from the feelings of everybody hates me to looking at this job in the most dispassionate way possible to say, is this job a job I want, right? Okay. And looking yep. at the job, if the job, if I've been in the job for three months, like for, this is this is like not a great analogy, but one of my first jobs was being a librarian's assistant. And I lasted three weeks <laughs> because I'm the worst library assistant that there ever was. I talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not, I don't like to put books like in the right order. You know, like the, yeah. it was so contrary to what I'm good at and what I like. I knew in my heart, like the day two, and I stayed on just because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But then in the end, I thought I can't do that because I kept thinking I'm going to do this job for a year. So it doesn't look terrible that I'm like a bailer. But then I actually left that job and got a better job in the same organization, which was a promotion, strangely enough that was totally suited to my skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, and so sometimes you know in your gut this isn't the right thing for me. And then I say that's when you cut and run. But if she looks at the job and she thinks, actually this job is what I think I can do. I've been a manager a long time. I think I can manage these people. I come with a differing set of skill sets. Differing, yeah. It, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, you know, different skills yeah. that I can bring to the workplace and I think that this is something I can make my own. And I just need to build the relationships or I need to have a crash course in this product. Then stay in the job. Give it a shot. But that's, that's why I'm like, go back you, to the <clears throat> JD a little bit. But don't you, you know? think she – I feel like she's asking this question because she wants to stay in the job. I think she's sort of saying people don't like me. I think if she didn't – if she thought this wasn't for her, she'd go, honestly, I, I overshot. Maybe uh, – again, I'm making a whole bunch of assumptions here. But I feel like she's asking the question because I think she might want to stay in the job. Well, it's, th- too, it's too early to know. Um, I think people are worried about what it looks like on their resume. Th- that's what I was reading from this. Is She goes, well, what, what does it look like if I have a job for three months 
on my resume and it looks like I left. Well, like, did I fire? Did I get fired or did I leave? How do I explain that? But if that's if that's the answer, if that's true, then we can we can end the podcast and say, don't put it on your resume. You were gone for three months. I, you know what I mean? I, I was looking for. That's a normal break of time in, in a resume. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's. I think it's deeper than that because one, you know, one thing I've seen over the years is sometimes you hire if if you hire somebody who doesn't have the same level of competence as everyone else in the team, the, it brings out all these different di- dynamics that begin to kind of pop out within a team. And that's why I'm kind of trying to understand of did she and I've seen it before. Some people have overshot for a job in terms of listing their qualifications and they are not genuine. They are faking it till they make it a little too far. And they're a little bit outside of their zone, and then therefore she's not in the right role, and then therefore she should leave because she overshot it. But other times there's just there's just kind of like I'm gonna say jealousy, and it's just if you you just need a little bit more help. It's just kind of understanding. I just think she's an outside perspective of the reality of the perception of what of how she's feeling. There, there, it, there, you could totally go so many different ways with it. Mm. And I know to your point, does it really matter? To your point, does it matter if it's her or is it them? I don't know. I think there's something a little bit more deep rooted to this person that like, uh, again, I would say hire a personal coach, you know, hire someone to help you get an outside perspective. Um, I'm not convinced the fact that she already normally, I would say, talk to your employer, tell them how you're feeling. And and based on their response, will give you enough gut instinct of whether or not you should stay in this place. Now, if, if from this question, they've already, she's already talked to her boss and they, and her feeling from the boss is, they don't want to deal with it and or they're annoyed, not annoyed by the question, but they weren't embracing of the, if I remember correctly, in the in the question, in our, in our initial feedback. I don't feedback. remember, actually, that I'm, part. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in that world, I'm sort of saying, well, then I guess if that lens, you could say, well, then I guess as I'm coming around to this, you could just say leave because you went to the employer. Everyone else is kind of rolling their eyes at you. Um, but I don't know. I'm not convinced. I, I'm just trying to think of the long, putting this job aside, there's just something, if I'm this person, I think that there's a little bit of... Is this a moment of soul search? Is this problem following them where they go? Or is this very unique to the job? Yeah. And that's where my head goes to trying to resolve that. Well, you, you mentioned the coaching and a lot of people who are in the spot are given coaches. And so I can think of so many people over the years that fall into this category and some succeed and some don't, you know? And I yeah. think a big part of it is how committed is the manager to supporting this person during the transition. And it's interesting that the ones that have succeeded, the manager has brought me on and then said, there is no option but for this person to succeed. Like Mm -hmm. this has to happen. And then lo and behold, it happens, right? But then I've also been brought on to say, I doubt that this person is capable of doing this, but we're just gonna, we wanna give them a shot. We wanna give them some resources and let's see. And that like middling ground is quite telling for me in that, this is a test versus I'm really going to help you succeed. So I think that relationship with the manager is quite important. And if she, if she doesn't have that, it's going to be hard for her to get that feedback that I think yeah. is what you're alluding to. You know, I you know I think that there's a whole other piece of this before before the time ends, which is. How does she take care of herself through the transition? Because she's probably ruminating about it all the time. Yeah. She probably her sleep is is poor. You know, like yeah, when it's, it's when you stress. feel like everybody um, hates you, that is so consuming. So you know, how does she find some balance? How does she create keep and create a network of people who can support her? Um, how does she work on recognizing when she's ruminating and then consciously choosing not to? 
dwell on certain conversations or certain interactions that she's had with people throughout the day? You know, what does she have a self-care, right, mm-hmm. you plan on how does she stay centered through this transition? Because if she loses herself, then she's never going to perform in the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if I could be blunt to say to, to her, I would guess I would say is if this problem, if she's been in this situation before, then this is a her problem. If this is the first time she's having this in her career problem, then just quit. I'm not saying bold. That is bold. <laughs> but based on where she is, if this is the first time she's experiencing it and she's had enough experience and to say then, then her instinct and the fact that she's writing this in kind of going, I don't feel good about myself. Because that last point you hit on is critical, like her health, how you're feeling. Life is short. And I feel like if she's had, I don't know enough context of how many jobs she's had, but if she's had enough jobs and she's kind of in the zone and she's gone to her manager and they're not taking it seriously, all those things to the lens, I guess, if, and I usually never give advice, like just quit. At this point, and th- then to me, I'm like, well, then leave. But yeah. if, if this has been a recurring thing in her job, if she's felt this feeling in other jobs, then it's more likely her. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not saying you do to agree with we that. We wish just... now, but, but I, I, I wish her the best of luck. She's in a sucky yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you liked this episode, please rate it on Apple Podcasts or leave us a comment or share it with somebody you think is stuck. This helps us reach listeners who could benefit from these conversations. And if you'd like your own question answered, go to our website, stuckpod.com, to submit a question. Stuck is created by Equilibrium and Situation. It is produced by the wonderful Katie Byrne, Peter Ujicic, and Stephanie Connors. Big shout out to Miratone Studios for putting up with us again. Our theme music is Rockstar by Owen Mulcahy. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.